Right, so I'm on the last leg of my journey. Gonna be chilling with family and then head to Florida after this. But I've been thinking about suckering the starving. So that's something that happened when me and my brother hung out. What are you doing, wind wipers? I didn't ask, I didn't ask for this. Stop, stop. Okay. Anyway, like, they've been so kind. They let us stay in their house. They're like, eat all of our food. Just chill out. Make yourself at home. And me and my brother James have just been playing video games and chilling. And it's been so much fun. It's been such a good time. And I feel very much lifted up. There's a, there's a cool word that isn't really used much in modern language, but it's the word sucker. And it's used a number of times in scripture. It basically just means to run to and to lift up. And that, you know, that's something that Jesus does for us. And whenever somebody like really fills a need, that, that's a lot of what they're doing. So when I was driving, there was this, you know, homeless guy on the side of the road, of course. I didn't get the chance to read his sign. Everybody's flying by so quickly. And I'm like, my wallet is packed in my backpack and sort of had this moment like, oh, ha, ha, ha. I don't have to give him anything. And I was like, well, I have all this food in my car that I'm not going to eat. Like, just chuck him something like that. And by the time I had that thought, it just, I gave him nothing. Like, not even a wave or anything. Because it was like, I don't know, I sometimes overthink these things. Like, a wave would, I feel like that would maybe come off a little not good. Like, haha, I, I don't know. It just, I don't think that really would have been good. And so, sometimes I just, you just do nothing, you know? And that, that's not, that's not suckering the starving. And it's not like you have to do something to help every single one of those people. But there have been a couple times in my life where I have given food to people on the side of the road or something like that because some of them really are like struggling and on another note we're we we're have we have all kinds of like starvation these days emotional physical temporal mental etc and so i like to do my part with all those different things but also i need to take care of myself as well but it helps to go and reach out to somebody and just share some words of comfort share because I, I have a bright hope for the future and so, some people are struggling with that and I, that's that wasn't me not too long ago you know I sort of was really doing good and then I sort of fell off <laughs> that's sort of what it feels like you know and then now I'm back and so I feel there's this need to sucker those who are struggling it's important to understand that everybody is fighting a hard battle And it may not be with food or with other things. You know, it's interesting to hear what people say, you know, once everything's all said and done, you know, because that's when everybody is stuff to say. It's not during the battle. It's like, oh, I'll do this. I'll do that. It's after like, oh, shoot, this guy did that. And that put him wide open for this to happen. And if I had done this and this and this better, maybe things would have been different. So we're ready to be a general and strategize after it's happened. And thankfully, life is wonderful and gives you multiple opportunities. Not the exact same opportunity, but one that that previous experience will prepare you and help you out. I I love thinking about this as the revolving door, right? So like you slept in, whatever. Tomorrow is a new day. It's a revolving door. Revolving door all day long, right? You can always, there'll be something different. So case in point, I got off on the wrong exit, was turning 
right, like three times in a row, all of my stuff is falling on me. I was getting upset at my GPS, and all of a sudden I realized there's a little tent there, and there's like a little bowl where like food would be. I'm like, that is really sad. So I literally like practiced pretending to throw it a couple times this giant thing of granola bars I have in my car that I'm not going to eat, that I'm done with. And I just chucked it and it landed right in the tent. Right next to the tent where somebody would sit down and it'd just be right on their left hand. I was like, yes. And that's what hit me. I do this not because, not because I know it's going to change their life. I know it because I, I do it in a lot of reasons. One, because I really hope it helps the person. Two, because I want to grow and be prepared for other things. Three, the one that hit me today was the picture. I want to look back and think I did something for that person. I waved or I did something. You know, sometimes people don't want to hear, oh, like, tell me your whole life story. Or they don't want you to, you know, jabber at them for 40 minutes. Sometimes people need that or want that and want to be talked to. Sometimes they just want you to wave and say hi or just say, hey, I'll send you a prayer. And, and mean it and I'll actually pray for you and I'll, I'll do that you know I'll get on my knees or whatever you know so there, there's a lot of beauty in those pictures because I look back and when I lay down at night I want to think of those kind of things like remember when I was like I like pretended to throw the granola bar thing I just chucked it I just imagined all the cars behind me like this guy's nuts yes think of me as nuts I'm different get used to it you know it's like no, I'm going to be, I would be replaying it in my mind. It's not like that experience replaced the, the missed experience with the actual person I saw, but it satisfied my mind to say, I learned from this and I have changed. I am different. And so this is hard. And I think there are times where maybe it does feel appropriate to give them some money. You know, I've done that before, but from my personal point of view, I don't think giving the money is the right thing always. You know, there's times I've given people like that my phone number. It's like, hey, talk to me if you want to talk to me. Like, Dennis Conforto is such a cool example of this, in my opinion. Because, like, he's given his number to people. Oh, my gosh. I have my other phone going off. Stop. Stop. Chaos. Uh. Anyway. Dennis has given his number to people and like 20 years later, they've told him like, hey, that conversation really helped. I've given my number to like guys at Wendy's and stuff like that. And sometimes it lasts a little bit, but then ultimately it usually dies because it has to be reciprocated. The beautiful thing though is when somebody is really struggling and this is not a beautiful thing at all. Well, beauty, there is beauty in the struggle, but when you're in that kind of destitute place, you really need some kind of, you want, you're looking for validation, but you also will take basically anything. I'm sure if I'd thrown that guy like a jar of peanut butter and some other stuff, he would have been overjoyed. But sometimes we point our story and we point other things at them and be like, oh, he probably just wants money. He wants drugs, et cetera. It's like, you can't write, people have written their story and whatever has happened, they're in that situation and yeah, they're, they're writing the stories up to them. It's not up to you. you. You get to be that like, and then this person was driving down the road and nothing happened or they threw me a thing of granola bars. And it's not going to, might not dramatically change the story, but at least 
for me, I look at it, it's like, I believe 100%, you know, that God's looking out for us and stuff. And it's like, I want to have that experience be out there or reach out and be like, God was looking out for me today. Because I've been told that a number of times. And so I want to keep that going. And there's people have done that for me. So I don't know. I think it's really important. It's so beautiful when you rise above your struggle and you learn and you grow and you change and you're different. And then you act differently and you're able to help out people and provide food. Like me and my brother James were able to be provided for a bunch of awesome food over the last couple days. And we also got to veg out a little bit of ice cream and whatever. I didn't really eat that much. Neither did James. But it felt like vegging out, you know. And it's just beautiful when you're able to do that. But remember, there's so many other ways to sucker the starving. So I hope this episode gave you some perspective. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to yield today. It'll be a better tomorrow.